Alright boys, welcome back to the corner of Marion and Foxborough. We got another episode for you. Um, we got just a normal show here today, no guests, no nothing. So we're going to start it off with the hot topic. I'll give you a recap of week five. Uh, Panic at the Casino, my picks, a best and worst matchups of the week, and then a dumbass of the week. Yes, we had a dumbass of the week. <coughs> Excuse me. We did have a dumbass of the week this week, so I'll let you know who that was at the end of the show. Some of you guys might already know who it is, but I'll leave it up to you guys to debate for the next 25, 30 minutes, however long this is going to be. So until then, let's just get the show going. segment here so our first segment is hot topic um this week's hot topic is trades because it has been going wild this week uh, trades have been going off everywhere big trades little trades just trades galore so i went back through the recent activity um as far as i can go back and luckily the first thing or the very last thing that i could see is the first trade that happened this week um it happened wednesday um between uh, ben and uh, Jack. Ben and Jack. So the trade was Julio Jones, Miles Sanders, and Leonard Fournette for David Johnson, Joe Mixon, and Dernis Johnson, the running back for the Browns. So Ben gets David Johnson, Joe Mixon, and Dernis Johnson, and. Or wait. Never mind. Scratch that. Ben traded Julio Jones, Miles Sanders, and Leonard Fournette and received David Johnson, Joe Mixon, and Ernest Johnson. So, sorry about that. So, that was the first trade of the week. Um, things got a little more interesting later on. Um, a little bit later in the day, Joe and Tudor make a trade. Joe trades Chris Carson and Al Robinson for free Aaron Jones and Chris Godwin. So, that was a nice little switcheroo there. Um, Joe gets a nice running back there, probably a keeper, probably gets his keeper for next year. So congratulations to you on that. Um, then a little bit later on in the day, Joe continues on the trade market with myself. Joe traded me, Devontae Adams, and Scary Terry, and I traded him Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, and Tyler Lockett. Looks a little weird, but I... I couldn't really do much with Saquon Barkley being on injured reserve and being a keeper. I mean, obviously he's a keeper, but it's just hard to get rid of him. So um, I did the best I could. Got a nice keeper receiver out of it, so uh, I'll take it. But pleasure doing business with you, Joe. Um, moving on to late Wednesday night, we had some action. Uh, Barth and Zesty. Barth traded Odell Beckham Jr., Derrick Henry, and the Bills defense for Kareem Hunt, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, and Austin Eckler. So 
a little switcheroo. Um, I, I'm surprised that Barth decided to trade Odell because he's such a big Browns guy. Um, but hey, I mean, if you have the opportunity to make some moves, you got to make those moves. I mean, he did get a Cleveland guy in return in Kareem Hunt, so there you go. A little trade-off there. All right, um, uh, here's some waivers, all the waivers, all the waivers. And yeah, so that was it on the trades that have actually gone through. Um, I know that there are some more trade talks in the work. Um, I'm always up for trades. Uh, I'm looking to improve my team. Uh, I know Ty mentioned uh, earlier today, uh, today's Thursday, that the time I'm recording this, um, that he's got Zeke out on the market. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are starting to get rid of their keepers if they're not going to be able to keep them. Um, while the middle of the season is coming along and people need to start making moves. Um, so if you have trades, send them out there. I'm always I'm always willing to work with people. Just don't send me some bullshit trade. Um, I'm, I guess I could call you out because you did it two seconds ago. Not really, but Tudor sends me a trade for a guy I picked up off the freaking waiver wire today. He sends me T. Higgins and Tyler Higby for Claypool. Just absurd. Come on now. Just absurd. Um, but he hasn't... I told him I'd, I'd trade him Claypool for Will Fuller, but he never got back to me. So it is what it is. If he wanted him that bad, he would have done something about it. So, all right. Well, that is this week's hot topic. Um, the trades. I'm sure more trades will be coming along the wire. Um, but until then, we're going to move on. So we're going to move on to the recap of last week so we'll just start with my game um me and ian went at it we had a grudge match um he ends up pulling it out late on um monday night football or whatever the bills played only because stefan diggs had 10 catches for 106 yards devin singletary didn't do shit and fucking josh allen did nothing but throw the ball to diggs so John Brown, John Brown being out really hurt me that week, but he gets it done. Um, didn't really get much production out of Le'Veon Bell, but hey, you never know now because he is now in the Kansas City Chiefs, so Tyler Lockett kind of fucked me. Debo Samuel didn't do shit, but I didn't really have much to do. I had no one else to really to play, so it is what it is. Ian gets the win. Um, he moves to 3-2. and two. I dropped to 2-3, and three, so it's not looking good for me. But we'll move on to the next game. So the next game we had Ezekiel 25-17 and the fourth down syndrome. We had Ty versus Pete. Ty gets the win 129.1 to 101.6. Um, nice nice little game there. Um, Ty got some great production out of his two Cowboys. Um, great production out of his quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, nice little plug there with Aaron Rodgers on the bye. So can't beat that. Pete had an awful day from Matt Ryan. Not a great day from Juju. Not a great day from Scotty Miller. Zero catches, zero yards, zero points. I mean, that's just, that's hard to recover from. So it is what it is, but Ty gets the win. Ty is now 4-1, and one, and Pete is 2-3. and three. And we'll move on to the next game. We have Lights Kamara Action versus you play to Godwin the game. Joe versus Tudor. Joe gets the win, 117.9 to... 95.1 um Tudor did not have a good week at all um I don't really know how to uh put it but he didn't really get much production out of anybody um his highest score was Todd Gurley 
25 points. But besides that, a couple of 15 spots and then single digits everywhere. It's just not not good, especially against Joe. Joe's tough to beat, um, even though he did have his tight end with 1.6 and uh, DJ Chark got hurt in the, in the game. So it is what it is. But Joe gets the win and extends his winning streak to five. He's now five and zero, oh, and Tudor is two and three. So we got a lot of two and three teams out there. So um, not everybody's out of it yet. Um, then we had a grudge match of the battle of the battle of the dumpsters. So down here we have French Fresh Prince of Hilaire versus the Backroom Casting Couch. Jack gets his first win of the year, one twenty seven point eight to one eleven point three. Taking a look at the box scores, he had a four spot from his quarterback. But, I mean, Ben had Dak Prescott, which we all saw his ankle get folded in half. Um, hopefully nothing bad comes of that, but it is what it is. Deontay Johnson, 0 0.8 for Ben. His defense, negative 4. That's just not great. Um, Jack had a good week from Mike Davis, 29.9. Robert Woods had a good game, 20. I mean... It is what it is, um, but Jack, like I said, Jack gets the win, gets his first win of the year, so he's on the board. Um, like I said, both teams are 1-4, and four. and then that brings us to our last game of the week, which was Crispy Kareems versus the Money Team. Um, so we had Zesty versus Barth, um, who also made a trade this week, so shout out to them. Um, Zesty gets the win, 144.8 to 132.4, um, gets Good game out of Patty Mahomes. Um, good game, great game out of DK Metcalf. Um, I mean, it's just it. Some of these, some of these teams are just hard to beat. Uh, he had Russell, or Travis Kelsey, Emmanuel Sanders, and Russell Wilson all had 24 points, basically, but just wasn't enough. Just Zesty's, rest of Zesty's team just putting it all together. So it is what it is. But like I said. That was the recap of last week's games. Um, but before that, Zesty improves to 4-1 and one and Barth to 1-4. and four. So I will give you the updated standings as we are. In the east, we have Joe at 5-0. Oh. We have Ian at 3-2. We have myself at 2-3. We have Ben at 1-4 and, and Jack at 1-4. So Joe won. Ian 2, me 3, Ben 4, Jack 4. They're tied at the bottom. And then in the West, we have Crispy Kareems at 4 and 1, Ezekiel 25 17 at 4 and 1, Godwin the game 2 and 3, Down Syndrome 2 and 3, and the Money Team 1 and 4. So Zesty 1, Ty 1, tied at the top. Uh, Tudor and Pete both 2 and 3, tied for the third spot, and Barth at the bottom. So, those are your updates for last week. So, we will move on to the segment of all segments. We have Panic at the Casino. So, I don't know what the hell I did with last week's games or what I had or what anything. Like, I have no idea where that went, that sheet went. I don't know what I wrote it on. So, for real this time, we're starting over at the top. I'm going to give you this one, and the minute I put this out, I am sending you guys all a picture of the thing so you guys can participate this week. Um, I do know I no longer have softball on Wednesday nights anymore. The league is over. 
Um, we finished at the top of the losers bracket. We were not a great team this year in the fall, but we did win the losers bracket tournament. We got a nice trophy last night after smacking this team that just was god awful so my wednesday nights are free so i'll have more free time to get homework done which means i'll have more time to put into the podcast so that's good for you guys so we will start with panic at the casino so obviously right now should be football but we don't have football right now because of covid bullshit so we only have two primetime games or correction three primetime games because we have two monday nighters so we'll start with Sunday night. We have the Rams versus the 49ers. The Rams are minus three. The 49ers are plus three. And the over-under is 52. Um, taking a look at this, um, I'm not really sure. Uh, the 49ers look god-awful. Their quarterback situation is not great. So I'm going to go Rams minus three. But I'm going to go with the under. Uh, I feel like 52 is a lot unless the Rams just put up numbers or the 49ers, whichever quarterback plays decides to do something with his life but i'm looking at rams minus three but under 52 all right now we have monday night we have a double header on monday night i mean the, the the only positive thing i guess i can take from all of this crap is we've been getting a lot of football on a lot of random days we get some double headers on monday it, it's been fun in in that regards but overall not not the best it's tough for fantasy trying to figure out if your guys are going to play if you have to adjust or fill people in or whatever but regardless monday night football we have chiefs and bills for the first game so we have chiefs minus four bills plus four over under is 57 and a half i think this game is gonna be an absolute shootout both teams coming off their first loss of the year the bills didn't look great chiefs didn't look great um but hey we're gonna we're gonna see some fireworks so it's tough to pick this one. Chiefs just got Le'Veon Bell. I doubt he plays this week just because it's Thursday and he probably has to pass a bunch of physicals and he's probably not going to be ready for the game on Monday. So doesn't really make any difference there, but I'm going to go with the Bills plus four. Give me the Bills. My guy Josh Allen hopefully turns it up this week for my other league. Um, but Bills plus four, over under 57.5, I'm taking the over. Give me the over all day long. I mean, I hope to get. I hope to God this is like Chiefs Rams back in a couple of years ago when it was just an absolute shit show of a fucking game. But from there, we'll move on to the next game, which is the late game on Monday. We have Cardinals versus Cowboys. Cardinals are favored minus one and a half. Cowboys plus one and a half. The over under is fifty five. Um, I have to go Cardinals here. Um, nothing against the Cowboys. Um, or the Red Rifle, the Red Rocket, whatever he's called. Andy Dalton is now at the helm of, in quotations, America's team, which is bullshit. They're not America's team. Nobody gives a shit about the Cowboys. But Cardinals minus one and a half. I'm going to take it. Um, they got Kyler Murray. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, the Cowboys secondary is not great, so they should be able to take advantage of that. Um, over under 55. That's interesting. I'm going to go... <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to... I think I'm going to go with the under here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the under 55 and just move on with it. So, moving on to... Oh, throat's getting a little dry. I have to water it down. 
Next, we have our uh, interdivision games. We have we'll start with the Bengals. Bengals, Colts, Bengals plus seven and a half. Colts minus seven and a half. Over under forty six and a half. Um, Joe Burrow, since coming to the Bengals, has been an absolute stud at covering. So giving the Bengals seven and a half points is plenty. Uh, I'm going to take those. I'm going to go Bengals plus seven and a half. Uh, over under forty six and a half. I'm going to take the over. Um, I could see some points being scored. Um, I mean, hopefully by the Bengals in regards to my pick, but we'll see what happens. And then the final game we have the hometown boys, the Cleveland Browns versus Pete's Steelers. We got us a doozy here. It's going to be a good one. Um, Steelers, Browns, Browns plus three and a half. Steelers favored minus three and a half. The over-under is 51. I'm going Browns. I mean, we're killing it right now. So are the Steelers. Steelers are undefeated. Um, so, I mean, Big Ben's got that that ship straightened out, at, at least what it looks like for right now. But i got to go with the Browns. I'm never going to pick against the Browns, unless the points are just too good on the other side. But Browns plus 3.5, over-under 51. I'm taking the over. Browns have scored 30-plus in the last, like, three or four games. Um, and the Steelers have been putting up some numbers, so... This could be a very this could very well be a very high scoring game. So those are my picks for this week's Panic at the Casino. Um, like I said, I will take a picture of this immediately following uh, wrapping up of wrapping up of the recording and send it out to you guys. That way you guys have it and you can participate this week. And I'll I'll make sure to cover up everyone's picks from this week and next week's episode. So <coughs> Damn it. COVID. Just kidding. Don't have COVID. Um, moving on. So, that was Panic at the Casino. So, now we're going to go on to this week's matchups. So, let me pull up the information here. Scoreboard. All right. So, we'll start off with me, just because it's at the top. It's the easiest. Me, Hot tub, hot chub Time Machine, new team name. Since I can't be Letterkenny Gallery anymore since I traded him. <sighs> Very upsetting, but hey, it is what it is. So, Hot chub Time Machine versus the Backroom Casting Couch. Me versus Ben. I am 2-3, and three, currently on a two-game losing streak. Ben is 1-4 and four on a one-game losing streak. And... Currently, he has a couple empty slots. Um, his quarterback and RB2 are currently empty. Obviously, he will fill those. Um, looks like he's got Matt Stafford on his bench and uh, David Johnson, um, Joe Mixon. I mean, he's got he's got he's got to adjust his lineup from his trade. So that's what that's all about. Um, I have adjusted my lineup. Um, I. I don't, I don't know how. I, I just really don't like the position that my team's in right now. I need running back help like you wouldn't believe. I started the year with Saquon Barkley, Le'Veon Bell, and Nick Chubb. And current starters for my team right now are Ronald Jones II and Devontae Freeman. It's it's absurd. It is what it is. I trying to make some moves but not really getting much response from a certain somebody he's being delay delayful i just made that word up delayful but we're gonna go with it so um let's see here since we're doing my picks 
Um, I need a win this week, but Ben also needs a win, so we're both going to be gritting, grinding it out, but I'm going to pick myself, you know, I just got to do it, I'm going to take myself, um, yeah, that's it, plain and simple, picking me, alright, moving on, we have the money team versus the fourth down syndrome, we have Barth versus Pete, Barth one and four, Pete two and three, um, we got us a nice little matchup here. Projections are 0.1 apart as we sit. Um, so this looks like it could be a potential game of the week. Um, both guys desperately need wins um, to get sh steer the ship straight. Um, but I don't I don't really know which way to lean in this game. I mean, it's just well, I see a lot of Steelers names in here. That's very unfortunate. Um, we got a battle of tight ends. We got Kelsey versus Kittle, the the two best right now. Oh, I didn't even notice. He doesn't. Bart doesn't even have a defense right now, so he'll actually probably be projected to win by a little bit. Um, he doesn't have anybody on his bench, so I'm assuming he's going to make a move in the waiver wire here on Sunday. Um, get that fixed. You know what? I hate to pick against my boy Pete, but. I feel like Barth needs a win, and he needs to win badly. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be on his side. He's one and four, and he needs to get a W. So I'm gonna pick you, Barth. Hopefully, you get that win. All right, moving on. We have Ezekiel 25-17 versus you played God win the game. Tyler four and one versus Tudor two and three. Uh, projections currently Tudor 129.8 to ties 120.4. I mean. Tudor, looking at his lineup, is projected to win in every category except for RB1 and defense. So, I mean, obviously projections don't mean shit, but you never know. It, it does help. Um, Taking a look at this, I, I don't really know. I mean, he's getting Aaron Rodgers back. He's got Zeke. Um, A.J. Brown back, uh, back in the starting lineup for them. Um, I... I even though Tudor's projected to currently win, I think I'm going to pick Ty in this one. Uh, I guess it really all depends on who's which one of their RB2s takes uh, takes a little takes a little bump. Um, Ty's wide receivers are a little bit less than Tudor's, but I don't know. I, I, I think I think I think Ty's going to pull this one out. His team has been playing very well. He's four and one, obviously. So I mean, it speaks for itself. So I'm going to go with Ty in this one. Okay, we have the next game, which is the Crispy Kareems versus Stefan Diggs. Yes, you heard that correctly. D-I-G-G-S. Ian, you're killing me with that team name, bruh. But we have Zesty at 4-1, and one and Ian is at 3-2. and two. Um, Current projections, Ian's projected 140.6 to... Zesty's 128. Zesty made some moves. He's got a little bit different look in his team here. Um, I'm going to have to say, well, he lost Dalvin for at least this week. But he's got his backup, so he'll be all right. Um, I mean, it, it. this is one of those games where Ian's team's been playing out, playing ridiculously well. Um, it, it, I mean, his team is hit or miss, but for most of the year, he's been all hit, so... I don't know, but when it comes to Zesty, I just don't understand 
the kid just he asks the fantasy gods for something to happen and it happens i don't know if i was him i would be in a group message saying hey i need uh, austin hooper to get a 10 yard touchdown here or something it'll probably happen so it's hard to pick against someone like that but i uh, you know what you know what zesty i'm gonna pick you Ian, this is nothing against you. You're my boy. You're my brother. But you are also one game ahead of me in our current division. So I need you to lose so I can catch you. Since you beat me last week on some booty sweat. So, Ian, I want you to lose. You're my boy, but I want you to lose. Zesty, get it done. All right, and moving on to the last game of the week. We have the commissioner, Lights Kamara Action versus Fresh Prince of Hilaire. Joe versus Jack. Joe five and zero. Jack one and four. <clears throat> Jack currently projected one thirty eight point nine to Joe's one thirty. Um, I mean, I don't. This is tough. This is this is tough. Joe Law, Joe does not have Kamara this week. He does not have his new wide receiver Tyler Lockett this week. They're both on buys. Um, Jack has Cam. If he's back, I'm assuming he's back. I mean, this is this this could be a good matchup here. Um, Jack's got a really good team. He's got Joe at a disadvantage with no Kamara, who's a 20-point-a-night player. So that's always nice to not have to face. But I don't know. Joe, 5-0, and undefeated. Um, he seems to have shaky weeks where Shaky Weeks turns out for him winning clean by 20 points. So you never know. But I'm going to go with, in this game, I'm going with Jack. I'm going with Jack in this one. I, 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 I think it's time for the undefeated streak to end, and I think our boy Jackie can do it, and I think he can get it done. So Jack, no pressure, because obviously five other teams have not been able to do it. But no pressure. To take out the big shot, Mr. Joe. So, those were my picks. Um, let me see if I can remember them. I picked myself, I picked Barth, I picked Ty, I picked Zesty, and I picked Jack. So, those are my picks for this week. Um, that will move me into the best and worst matchups, which I may have mentioned. Uh, I did say at first Pete and... Uh, Chris, but like I said, I didn't notice that Chris doesn't have a defense. So, um, I'm not really sure. Let's take a look here. There's not really any of those big matchups. I mean, um, there's some there's some shit games out there. There's some there's some games that people need to win. Every I mean, obviously everyone needs to win now, but there are some people that desperately need it. So. We'll go with those. I'm going to go with Game of the Week will be... Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Game of the Week is still going to be the Money Team and the Fourth Down Syndrome. Those both, both those guys needs, need Ws. Chris, more than anything, needs a W. So I'm going to take that as my best matchup of the week. Um, just solely based on these guys just need wins, you know? They, they need to get something done, so... Make it happen, boys. And then that brings me to my worst match of the week. And I'm going to say that would be... I don't even know. There's not really any 
I mean, a lot of the projections are close, and a lot of the records are similar. I mean, the only the biggest difference would be Joe versus Jack, five and zero versus one and four. But I think Jack's gonna win that game, so I don't even want to say it's gonna be that bad. I think it's gonna be a pretty damn good game. So, um, you know what? I'm not even I'm not even gonna give a a worse matchup of the week. No no worse matchup. No worse matchup of the week this week. But. That will lead me into a category that I love to bring up. A dumbass of the week. Yes, we have one. Um, I forget. I think I want to say Pete was dumbass of the week the last time. Uh, I Don't hold me that. I don't remember. But the torch has been passed to one and only Tudor. Tudor, you are this week's dumbass of the week. Um... You had a shot at beating Joe. Joe only put up 117 this week. You had a shot at him. And you missed an opportunity by not switching out John Brown. You had T. Higgins. You had um, McKissick. Both of those guys were playing. Um, I mean, obviously, if you put them in, you still don't win. But you never know. It could give you a chance. But you left him. You left him blank. John Brown stayed in the game, and you are a dumbass. Congratulations, Tudor. Wear it with pride. It happens to everybody. Well, some some ways or in other ways, it happens to everybody. But it is an honor and a privilege to hand over the torch from somebody to you. So, wear it with pride. Hopefully next week someone does something stupid so it takes the takes the heat off of you. But until then, you are current reigning champion of Dumbass of the Week. All right, well, that will do it for this week's episode. Uh, just, a, just a plain episode, nothing too fancy. Like I said, I will get you guys your your picks or your, your panic at the casino. I'll send you the pick um, when I'm done editing this. I'll get that out to you guys so you can participate. Um, but besides that, I got really nothing else for you. Gonna have another show next week. Um, like I said, I should be doing these better more and more um, now that I have another free night to do other bullshit. So participate. Um, hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Um, like I said, I've only put out a couple episodes, so try to do the best I can. Um, I want to get more guests, so get guests on. It makes it easier for me. You don't just have to sit here for a half hour and listen to me blab in your ear about bullshit that you could look up. But, hey, you guys like it for some reason, so I keep doing it. So, good luck this week, everybody. Um, make more trades. Score more fantasy points. Test negative for COVID. You know, all, all the usual shit. Hopefully everyone's doing good out there. Um, and most importantly, go Browns. All right, that'll do it for this week's episode. Signing out, your boy Akrat.